You're listening to Adam Command, the Flames of War podcast, brought to you by Breaking Resort, in association with Battlefield Hobbies, the only hobby shop guaranteed to be 100% more hobby than any other you've ever visited. <laughs> I am Fez, and today I've dri- been driving around. Driving? I'm driving. You are. I am driving around, my fellow co-host, Ben. Hi, guys. <laughs> well, that was smooth and secure and was. sleek. I'm very tired. You're very tired. I I'm wonder very why. Tired. Yes. It's not, it's not like we're so late to phone New Zealand tonight or anything. Oh, is that tonight? Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> excited. I'm more excited by pizza, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I had to apologise to my girlfriend. Tacey, I'm sorry. Um, she's in Uganda and I mentioned food and didn't warn her. She listens to this, so. So, we're on the way back from day one of Devise's attack. Which I still think they really should change the name for political correctness. What? Oh, what? To mildly affront? Yes. Well, you know, <laughs> devices and attack. We're going to attack devices. I mean, what are these? We do have these don't... nifty. I really like the tickets, guys. By the way, if you're listening to this, uh, the yeah. tickets are these red rubber wristbands that just say "attack" with an yeah. exclamation mark. Which I'm just going to do it as like my, you know, what would Jesus do? Just you know, attack. attack. Well, what would devices attack do? What would devices attack do? Attack! <laughs> the wristband told me to. Uh, yeah, so this is an annual event, although I've not been for many years. It's been quite nice going back. It's my first time visiting, so very impressed. Yeah, it's a nice little show. It is a little English show. It's quaint. Yeah. It's very quaint. Very quaint. Considering the two shows I normally, or three shows I normally do is this, um, what's it, uh, Beachhead and yeah. the Expo. <laughs> UK Games Expo. I, I do salutes as well, but obviously. Yeah, it's only my birthday, I can't normally go. Oh. But uh, it's kind of like, wow, that's uh, it's quite different from the Expo. Yes, yeah, it's the other end of the hobby niche spectrum. But we've been playing in an early war tournament, 1650. Yep. And uh, do you want to say, I mean, my army's on the blog, I will go through in a minute. My army would have been on the blog if I wasn't still gluing on basing tufts. Uh, on the morning of arriving at the show yeah. to finish painting it. I mean, it is better than doing it as you deploy them as it was last time. That was Corivory, yes. <laughs> I, that is my highest slash lowest hobby <laughs> of pulling infantry out of my figure case, gluing on the basing top, and then deploying it on the board uh, for my American uh, third army. But, um, so I'm taking uh, British uh, infantry tanks, so a mix of Matilda A11s, the Matilda 1s, and Matilda 2s. Supported by the inspiration for the entire list, the uh, the British Motorcycle Territorial Platoon, uh, which I bought um, during an old Art of War tournament uh, many many years ago. Uh, I bought a platoon of these cool British motorcycle troops. Going, oh, British motorcycles! This is amazing. I don't know what they're in, but I'm going to buy them because they're reduced. Found out why they were reduced. <laughs> they're in, uh, I think, two lists might even just be the single list, but this is the list I want to run, uh, which is the infantry tanks, which previously, Matilda 2s are incredible in early war, uh, incredible front armour, incredible rate of fire 3, uh, the 2 pounder gun, just great pieces of kit, but they are ridiculously expensive, and artillery used to just pop them off. Also the no HE used to be a bit of an app. Oh yeah, no HE, just having a single coax machine gun, Yeah, just was rubbish against infantry. Um, but then version 4 came along, and the tweaks to the artillery rules, the tweaks to the morale rules, just kind of sat there and went, oh, this is a bit interesting. Um, so I bought Matilda 1s and Matilda 2s. So the list itself is uh, two platoons of three Matilda 1s, uh, with 50 cal upgrades for the commanders, a 
HQ, which is a Vickers Force, not a 470, it's not a slot compactor. A Vickers Mark IV, which has a 50 cal and a coax machine gun. And a Matilda one, that's like a 2IC. Um, and then my three Matilda twos, some 18 pounders, the four runners, being early war, so that was a nice 39. Though they're pretty good now. They're, they've got a boost as well. Yeah, yeah really big boost. A, a better firepower boost. Uh, plus repeatable fire and all that kind of stuff. Which I had anyway at the start of the game. Um, and, and they had the re-rolling on saves anyway, but yes. they, didn't, they didn't lose it. They didn't lose it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but they did gain uh, my... What did I get? Oh, my motorcycles, yeah. So, four machine gun stands, an anti-tank rifle, a little mortar, which they start off on bikes. Are they actually MG? Yeah, yeah, they're MG so teams. I'm, I, was, I was thinking about this, because obviously the Germans and Italians and the Russians had motorcycle troops, yeah. and we started them and dropped them. Is there a reason for that? As in, when historically, they, we just, for whatever reason, we just didn't like them, I guess? Well, they're kind of expensive, really. A I guess truck is a lot cheaper than, like, 20 motorcycles. Yeah, but it doesn't look as cool. It doesn't look as cool. I totally understand. The rule of cool is why this list exists. Um, I even have an air intercept hurricane, which got a pretty good boost. You've been doing some good well. work as well. Doing some good work fending off those stukas. And performing an air show in the first game, which is now there. So every, every now and then, the little hurricane model would come on and do a barrel roll. Shame you can't, shame you can pass it to me, I could have done with it in the first game. That is true. Is it Stonehenge? It is Stonehenge, yes. Wow. Because Where that's, is it? Is it up there? Yeah. Is it behind the thing? Yes. It? It's behind, so people can't. So yeah. They've actually put stuff up around Stonehenge now, so you actually have to pay to go and see it. Oh, that's just very British and commercialist. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Busy. I think the technical reasons to help protect it, but... Oh, is it under all that? Yeah. Or is that the museum? Uh, this is very interesting for you who can't see that. Yeah. Just staggered across this Stonehenge. But not Stonehenge, because you can't see anything. Um, so, yeah, Matildas. Uh, scaring the, the heck out of a lot of people. Uh, they are. I think both your opponents have gone, Ah, oh, oh. what? <laughs> well, they, they are the King Tigers of early war, because their front armor's seven. They're the, no, they're, they're, they're not the King Tiger. The, the KV-1, the Soviets oh, okay. could have. That's the King Tiger early war. All right. Phenomenon 9. Oh, is yeah, it? Yes. Holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um. It's, I mean, it's a good close second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's like everything British. It has something else that's better than it. But hey, yeah. <laughs> it does the job. Um, so that was like cheaper than the KV-1 in all fairness. Yeah. Yeah, one of the interesting things with this list is even though it's 1650 points from the redundant teams, there's no physical way I can spend all my points because the uh, the units are just so binary. Yeah, it's, it's this or not with very little options. That's very it's very British. I I, had a, I was initially going to do British infantry for for this because I was repainting up for mid war, but because of the way the points worked out, I couldn't make a list I was happy with. So I thought, yeah, what why I just so so instead I went and when I was my list, I went, oh, just buy entire Italian tank army instead then because that seems sensible. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. Um, so yeah, oh, and I'm confident trained. Uh, being a yeah. professional army because of the war, but not blooded. So, so I, I would, I said, instead, I'd take an Italian tank. So there's a post on the blog if you want to go and see them painted. Um, the army is very simple. It's a HQ Italian tank, a M uh, 1340. Three platoons of five Italian uh, M 
13-14s, two of which are AAMGs. That's 15 tanks. Uh, there's more, well, that's 16 tanks as well. Plus okay. um, Two of them are AAMGs. The reason for that is then it means that two of them is exactly 40% of my army. <laughs> I've then got a fourth platoon of Italian tanks as, as, as a kind of support, which is a four, uh, yeah, four of them, they're AAMGs. And then two platoons of artillery, because they came in the army deals. Solid reason to take anything. Yeah, and in all fairness, they've been pretty good. Uh, the Smeg bombardments just helped me get into assault, so we'll get on close and personal. Um, but yeah, I guess so. Game one, uh, what did we play? Game we played counter, uh, yeah, counter attack. attack. Uh, who did you play? Uh, I had Graham Robert, who was playing the French, so it was almost like a training exercise before the Germans got there. Um, is it the Pan Reconnaissance? Was it? Yeah, so he had these panhards. I love panhards. Or throwing another panhard into the fire, as he would say, uh, as they go K1 reserves. Two formations at about 650 points each. It was. So you had two formations uh, infantry formation, which had artillery and some pop guns, which just bounced off my armour. Lafferies, which did scare you. The Lafferies, which did scare me. And then a shed ton of about 15 panhard armoured cars. I was attacking, so I deployed down. Double down on the open objective. Did you choose to attack? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Go attack and push infantry tanks. Which That's true. Defend with those. Did he try and attack as well as a dice or four? No, he actually elected to defend because I think he wanted to get flank shots as I went across the open. Yeah, fair. Um, we. I put down. He wrecked down his board edge as much as he could, which got some sort of hidden objective, just across the objective. My motorcycle reconnaissance boys did proud to make a little Matilda convoy streaking out across the open diagonal. Um, but basically everything got up and ran towards the objective as fast as it could. Uh, so ultimately by turn two, his machine guns did completely doubled my motorcycles in a turn. They just died, evaporated, as they're probably going to, but hey, they really saw the board for two glorious turns. Um, Jetters aren't alive until turn six. We made a, um, a rookie error, or at least we were going to, and we remembered that um, you can't ambush out of an extended deployment zone. Yeah, Graham did say he'd actually be playing it that way and had apologised. Don't need to apologise a lot of people. Yeah. But obviously, it does actually say in the uh, the very right in the rules you can only deploy in your deployment area, not including yeah. new deployment areas. Yeah, by, ambush, yeah. yeah, so he couldn't ambush his lappies right across the objective, so then he put them deep inside his own, he kind of drove them forward. Uh, the most deadly unit that Graham had was in fact his artillery, which managed to take out uh, three of my Matilda ones. That was in Bombardment, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, I just, just snake-ized everywhere. Um, the Panhards came on and kind of picked away at my Matildas uh, until it got to turn six, and he lined up his infantry to contest, and my Matildas drove in ran him over, or ran one stand over on Matilda 2's, and uh, he broke off the objective, that was it, I captured turn 6, uh, so that was a, he did manage to kill both platoons of Matilda's and my motorcycle reconnaissance, leaving me with a 6-3 win. Nice! So, and Graham's pretty damn Graham good. Graham is a fantastic player, he's in the UK, if you get a chance to play him, he is extremely, uh, extremely good. I think I only won because he didn't get his first copy until halfway through the first game. <laughs> so I, I think I can, you know, having driven to the air to a show and Ben gave me a coffee this morning, I think that's what the goal it was. It was a caffeination 
It's more, you had more caffeine I than I had more caffeine. I had a fair to chill. Uh, yeah, more caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> you had caffeine advantage. Yeah, caffeine advantage. Cool. Uh, I played Ian Brooke, I want to say. It's Brooke, isn't it? Uh, I don't see him. It's definitely Ian. Go over Ian. Uh, he is playing Tankovi, uh, which seems quite popular with the T26 horde. And I, we both wanted to attack. I won the dice off, so I attacked because I didn't really want to put something in reserve, and I wanted to kind of take him on. Um, he deployed very deep, and I deliberately went. So I went like the the way it's not in the diagram of the book. So we were playing uh, lengthways. Interestingly, in the more mission. Yeah. It has both diagrams in it. Yes, no, it's still, very yeah. good. Well done, Battlefront. Yes, and I do like that they've yeah, they've, they've nice. done that a bit more, um, but we'll make sure to make it clearer. Um, so basically, I, well, I, I went, I went, I'm going to bum rush one objective, try and almost try and break him actually before he can get reserves on. I had forgotten how tough Soviet infantry tanks <laughs> are to break in the new rules, but well, not new rules, but you know, now compared to yeah. what I'm used to. And yeah, um, it went fairly well. How big were his platoons? The eight, so you have to go down to basically Ooh. one working tank. Yeah. Obviously, you can bail some out, but obviously, you get to try and remount first. And yeah, it's just it's tough. It's really tough, especially when you def- when they're defending because they can all be grouped around the uh, battalion commander. Yeah. So that gives them extra benefits. Um, so I, thanks to something Mark taught me, I deployed deeply put one of my range in markers very kind of quite close towards me about. 12 inches ahead of where my tanks, uh, ahead of my deployment area. So in turn one, I went forward, uh, av- av- avant- or tried to uh, go avanti and move forward, didn't really work. Um, but I had my smoke bombardment to cover me. That basically forced him to ambush turn one, which was really so optimal, because if he hadn't ambushed turn one, I would have taken the hill and he wouldn't have been able to ambush, except in a really pointless place right at the back. Right. As it was, it wasn't very good worthwhile him doing that, and I wiped out the platoon to a tank on turn on turn, by turn two. And that's the thing. My plan was just to break him down. His reserves did not want to show up. Um, in fact, he only got his first reserve on turn three when you're on triple one, and obviously you always get one oh, at that point. Um, and yeah, I, so we had a bit of a, we were having a bit of a cold, and I was I was taking very I was happy to sit at long range, getting on the basis of all my tanks were trained because obviously. Being Italians in early war, I'm rolling for their rating. Yeah. Well, nice. So all of them are trained. So uh, my tar, in fact, my tar and my artillery is trained. So I was like, I'm quite happy to sit here, long range, in concealment, shooting you, because <laughs> I get a four up, say a four up. I'm definitely saved. A three up, a three, you might bail me. Yeah. Uh, you, he's only saving on a five. Uh, he's easy to hit. If he wants to move at all, obviously he suffers hen and chicks. So really cripples his movement. A crew of cripples shooting, and I I'm not suffering any penalties to shoot because I'm Italian. So yeah, I thought so, and I just traded for a while. Unfortunately, I didn't kill him quick enough. His reserves came on, and we had a bit of a game. Now, please, long time listeners, I did a bit of a winner day. Oh. So I kind of won. Had I been like that without realizing it? So his his stuff comes on from behind. I'm like crap. I need to do something now. He had some via. They had the um, how it's a ba. Sevens arrive, and he's going to deal with them. So we're going to deal with them. One of my platoons went towards the other objective, <laughs> um, which I hadn't really done. And he had moved up towards that objective. We had to move it back to keep the platoon in spirit, in good spirits. Right. And then, so we started on my turn, my turn six, and he went, oh, "Okay, what's going on?" I went, "Oh, um, you haven't moved your tanks, everyone." No, and 
Is that one within four inches? So, so if it was your ejector, went, oh, it is. <laughs> if you kill my tanks and ejector, you've won, haven't you? And yeah, <laughs> yes, I have. So I killed the tanks and the ejects even one. Winner Dave, Hello BI yeah. Dave, like uh, Kingdom Come, like game one. It's a game of skill, you know. By skill, <laughs> if not in error. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, as he said, I probably had the game one anyway, but it meant that it went from being, you know, it was an 8-1. With potential extra platoons and things. Yeah, to... whereas potentially I could have lost a platoon or two to win it, but I probably had him because I, I had battered his main tank force by that point. Uh, you know, he was mostly relying on um, T26s or two AA machine guns to kind of Ooh. hang around, which, oh, not AA, sorry, turret machine guns. And I'm like, sure, I'm, yeah. Bring it on. You can go and try and kill my, t- my artillery if you want with them. I'll kill you on the way past. Uh, but his flame tanks were about to come in and mess up my artillery. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. <laughs> you, you secured the objective. With true skill. True skill. <laughs> true story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that was 8-1. Uh, then a very long break, because we had an hour lunch break, and both of us finished quite quick anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah I, the new is very nice. Yes. I don't think we need three hour rounds. That'd be yeah. my one question from the safe part. Now, I do understand, it's probably three hour rounds, because there's only two games and we've got the show. Yeah, it's probably rushing if you don't have to. I'm like, we probably could make two and a half hours and we could have finished early and then if you wanted to go home at like half three, you could have. And if you wanted to hang around and see the show a bit more, you could have. Yeah. But, you know. It it's not. a war game show. I'd leave yeah. early. Go home and get pizza? Oh, good turn. Good point. Yeah, good point, yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, Hello Crown. It almost bought a lots of books. Yeah. Until, so, I hate to say it, I realise Amazon's a thing. Uh, I swear. I hate to say it. I know. Alex will hate me for saying it as well. He hates Amazon. Sorry, Alex. Um, But yeah, then game two. So game two was. I'm going to get this wrong. It's not not fighting withdrawal. It's. I'm having a bank fight. Hold the line? No. No. Counter, rest this, something. I want to say it's called hold the line. I could be wrong. I'm sure it's called hold. It's not hold the line. But, dear listener, please hold the line whilst we check that. It'll say. What the mission was. Uh, I was just checking out more so missions on my phone. Probably called No Retreat. Yeah, it's quite different though. That's one thing that actually. Um, can't just assume. Rearguard. Rearguard! There oh, we go. Cool. So, yeah, this is the first time I've ever played Rearguard in version 4, as in what used to be fighting with draw. It's very different. Yeah. It's very different. Um, in some ways, I'm, I'm going to say it, I think it's slightly worse. In some ways, I think it's slightly better. So, one of the problems involved with fighting with draw, and I'm not going to hang on this too much because it's version 3, it's dead, um, is. Um, you really enjoyed the game, by the way. Yeah, I realised the road goes there. <laughs> That's fine. Um, was, you know, it was quite a tactical one where you, know, you were drawing platoons, but you also were drawing objectives, and I quite like that, and it meant that the attacker had to spread out and couldn't just go for one objective. Because you just withdraw that one first. Yes. Unless it was on the defender put down. So you're running away at the same time. Yeah. Of the three objectives, one of them would disappear. And then an, another one would disappear. Normally, by the time you got to the second one disappearing, if you hadn't, if you hadn't taken an objective, you'd won unless it was company break anyway. Whereas this one, because the two objectives, it's just two objectives and they stay, and it's even quite far forward in compared to what, what it used to be. On the board. Yeah. Um, you've kind of got to defend both. And I know a few, a few people moan saying, oh, it's quite hard for the defender. Um, I will say, the three games I saw, the defender won all of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, including Army Dave, who was defending by being That's in the right. opponent's half of the table, crushing his panzers on the way in. So did Russia. Yeah. Best form of defense is attack. <laughs> defense attacks you. 
Defense? You mean attack? No, I mean defend. No, no, you mean attack. Oh, whatever. As long as it works, I don't care. Come on, sir. We're going to defend this object. No, that doesn't sound very patriotic. Attack. Okay, sure. Okay, you're the boss. Uh, anyway, I played Rex King. And I've someone I've seen at events. Never really played before. Can't say one of the nicest people. Yeah, Pretty nice guy. He also had to light tank Ovi. So that's that's two. There's out of the fourteen players we got here, five have got tank Ovi and also Savius in some form or another. I think the only two got light tank Ovi, so I'll be playing again tomorrow hopefully. Oh no, Ted Army has light tank Ovi. It does. Uh okay. Um <laughs> uh, we both wanted to attack because, you know, both tank armies didn't really want to defend. Uh so we decided who to take initiative. He rolled a one and I rolled a two. So reluctantly, I took the initiative. Yes, I don't want to. Yeah, could. So this one, this one really end up uh, being a grind. So in a good way, it was a good fun game. I would say grind sounds bad. No, we had a we had a blast playing. Yeah. But we basically got to the point where so his artillery took out my artillery really early. Yes. I basically got my smoke bombardment off, and that was about it. Uh, until later in the game where they started direct firing his tanks. All right. Yeah. Um, he spent a lot of time pinned. He had two units of Katushkas that just immediately just battered me. Are they dropping the huge? Yeah, they're double whip. Oh. Yeah. Um, they, my artillery just got hit early. One ran off and the other one would just was getting beaten. Just took a beating. Yeah. Um, but I saw the smoke bombardment off, so I did basically the same thing I did to Ian. Didn't quite work quite as well because he had a forest he could deploy into. Uh, but he did limit where, he did limit him quite a bit. And again, he was like, if I don't deploy them now, just going on top of me anyway yeah. so I need to get them down um, and yeah we've had this massive slog and uh, my conscript battalion tanks survived being ambushed by <laughs> uh, and hardly took any casualties and battered him on the way back uh, the turning point came so I had all four tanks kind of in kind of a loose a semi-circle formation just shooting in and kind of repositioning trying to use cover where I could yeah. and then he had these the, the B, BT-7As which are 85 the worst AT he's got in his army and they kind of move up and I'm like okay I'm going to kill them so I went forward because I thought yep. easy platoon here yeah. blitz moved everything Didn't, he got some really good saves um, they then body fight back and basically wiped out a platoon by themselves <laughs> the AT-5 like oh okay, okay. Oh, oh this is a thing yeah uh, so like the two surviving tanks withdrew and then he chased after them and killed those I was like Okay, they they literally did more in two turns of shooting yeah. than his T26s did in like four or five. Jeez. It was just, uh, yeah, that really turned it because that opened up the middle and he could bring his infantry over to hold the objective I was trying to attack. Yeah, um, yeah but we, we went back and forth. I, it, I, I won't get into the details because it literally just slugfest, slugfest, slugfest. Yeah. Um, Old school boxing. The, the, the turning point, oh, so the, basically the game at the end came down to I was trying to get him to come for morale tests. And his company commander took shooting from two platoons. And if he died, he'd have been on company morale test to start the next turn. Was that a test, is it? Well, yeah, he'd have failed. He'd basically have been it. He'd had one corpse soon left. Unfortunately, he didn't. I had killed quite a lot, but because those tanks are just, you have to come down to two, yeah, yeah one tank. Uh, he had a lot of tanks, a lot of small platoons withdraw right at the end. So it was a it was a 5-2 to him, but an absolutely cracking game. We both had a blast. Uh, want to play him again at some point cool um, and a quite a bit of a drive though from Norfolk in fact the closest tournament they have though is Daventry uh, at uh, that Battle for Hobbies with 100% more nobbiness than most other shops <laughs> but nobbiness I guess it's more nobby nobby nobby's the owner oh well, yeah 
can't say it's not been nessed. That's it is. It's Scottish. Ness. Not Ness. Not Ness. Not Ness. Not Ness. Not Ness. If Nobby causes a flood, it's 100% more Nobby Ness. Okay. That way we don't get sued. <laughs> Shh, do you want to get sued? <laughs> um, sure. So your game two? My game two. Uh, so same mission uh, versus Jay from Crawley, who uh, knows Duncan. So immediately I felt sorry for him and apologised yeah. profusely. Uh, I, I know Duncan. And I mean, Duncan's got a horrible time. He couldn't come down with him because he's in Spain. Ugh. Oh, what are you there for? Yeah, what so you for? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see when we see him going to the Civil War. Oh, that's quite interesting, though. Just get to the outskirts of, uh, of the Second World War, you start finding the bits and pieces. Oh, yeah, there's like, like, oh, Kursk again, I don't really care. Right, well, Kursk this? Now, the Chinese versus oh, Japanese. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Bring it on. Um, it does remind me the Spanish Civil War, because, as I say, Plano's Heart Sign 4, and like, basically, the one of the big events at the beginning is the Spanish Civil War. I do love how the little updates make a big difference. So every time I played it for like the first ten times, the the, the uh, nationalist one. Now the Republicans always win. It's oh. Really weird. Oh, and this is a, a computer game. Yeah, computer game. Oh, okay. And it's, it's saying like these little he tweaks. Says, oh. Yeah. It's great. Oh no, it's great because uh, I've been playing Soviet <laughs> Russia a lot recently. It's like um, Spain. Do you want to attack France now that the Germans are attacking me? <laughs> Just come up there, split them. Yeah, war on three fronts. That will go well. Is this Team Davy? History, World War II. Yeah, when I had when I had, uh, <laughs> when I had fascist Brazil take over the whole of the Americas and start funding the German war effort with American factories, <laughs> it goes Ooh, pretty well at that point. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. So, meanwhile, back at the point. Yeah. Speaking to uh, talking to Jay uh, from Crawley, um, he was running the Germans. Uh, so he had a oh. German rifle platoon. It should be pointed out, Jay, because there is the option to take both Allied and Axis. Yes. Uh, Jay's the only person who did it. Yeah, good fact. To avoid very much. And I always like that because I know you might get weird ones like my desert Italians are fighting Soviets, but at least it's plausible. Yes. I, I must admit, yeah. the first board we played on was winter, <laughs> yeah. uh, and this board was desert. So my poor British, their temperate green, uh, true to today, will wear the wrong camouflage for <laughs> both battle zones. Um, so yeah, they had to unform, so they went to the desert. Um, yeah, we had two massive shoots and platoons, rifles, uh, in trucks, truck rifle company. Uh, he had some Jaeger, uh, Panzer Jaeger 1s. I, lo- I do love that little model. Weird, yeah, weird little anti tank on top of the tank. Some Panzer 2s. Uh, and then two Pack 38s that I missed in the list. <laughs> you did? Uh, I, I that moment when you realised they're there, like, oh, oh my god, they can actually hurt me. Oh, wait, yes. Oh. So the first thing I did when looking at this was like, what can actually hurt me? I was like, well, okay. The Panzer Jaeger 1s to take eight, so they could potentially bail um, a the larger two, the Matilda twos, uh, and that was pretty much it. So it was a big artillery park and a load of eight rounds. Um, so we started off. I, I we both wanted to attack, so I ended up defending um, with not a lot of the twos, which really sucks in this mission. Yeah, it's a real big difference um, because very quickly you run into being problems of being in war formation spirits uh, right towards you, the end you, of the game. You basically have to keep the core platoons around. Yeah, if you lose a core platoon and you've only got six platoons, I so I've got four core formation platoons and then T support, which I thought was a good balance. T support. 
Um, but if I lost one of the quarter two, I'd lose the game on turn seven or eight, four nil in turn nine. Unfortunately, your quarter twos are pretty hard to kill. They are, luckily. Um, Jay just went hell for leather and he put everything in trucks and drove it across the board. <laughs> that was brave. It was brave. Um, Jay he admits he's a relatively new player, so he thought he was trying some new stuff out, which is impressive that he bought two armies. I would just have the uh, was it dodgeball man. That's a brave strategy, Carl. That's a brave strategy, Carl. <laughs> Carl let's see if it pays off. Uh, <laughs> No, no. However, I mean, he only had one unit per truck. And it's not quite as brutal as before, is no, it? No, it's a five up save. Because before, I think you had to take passenger saves if you were hit. Uh, yeah. Was it, that only destroyed? No, that was destroyed Tank normally, lines. I think, because they were like, if it was like unarmored vehicles, then yeah, you had to take saves. Yeah, so his trucks came running across. Um, I was sweeping, you know, pushed up a little bit with my Matildas. I had some minefields out on the left flank. Uh, I kind of split myself half and half. I have my Matilda 2s now in version of my right. I'm going to kill everything that can hurt my Matilda 2s, and then I'm just going to sit on the objectives and win. Yeah. Uh, so I ambushed my Matilda 2s against his Panzer Jaegers, had nine shots on fives to hit, so it was a bit of concealment, and missed completely. Every single shot went right. Right. Uh, which was not my best moment. It's quite funny at the end of the game when you complain about it, you say, oh, you, you know, you nice to have it, oh, yeah, better. Nice it's like, nice like, wait a minute! <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, basically it was just this weird standoff. He can't really hurt me, but I can't really do enough damage to him. I think basically looking at it, because I was, well, I started because we were next to each other. Both games, actually, it's going nice. Yeah, nice. Next to each other. Um, Not because you steal my robots. Again, it's really helpful. <laughs> um, he basically needed the plane to come in and kill what two Matildas. He did. And otherwise, he was stuffed. You know what stopped it, though? So, yeah. The Hurricane! Good old, yes. old RAF. Good old RAF. Battle of Britain. Five up. No stickers for you, buddy, Jim. Uh, although that, that worked, I think, twice. Twice they actually stopped sticker yeah. attack. More than pay themselves, didn't More than pay the 25 points, yeah. Uh, As I said, they do it once, you're kind of happy. Yeah, exactly. So, uh... Yeah, just kind of whittled away at each other, picking backwards and forwards. His artillery made a complete mess of my um, territorial platoon. Uh, luckily, I was able to withdraw them off the board before they died. Uh, my artillery did very little in return, despite the fact that it offered him a brain jib. Like, yes, beautiful targets, I've got this, I can take out his enemy tank guns. But it just wouldn't actually hit anything. Ridiculous. Um, he surprised me with two of his trucks turning into two Pack 38s. <laughs> yeah. So wait a minute, what are they? They're rather big. Oh, I completely missed those in front of me for your army list. Including the fact that you told me you had them. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. At this point, my capping was running out. Let's see. I got, I got Pack 38. I got Pack 38. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. 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 let us go so I can keep everything else in the dead ground in between. Um, so eventually my artillery did kill one of the stands, but the other gun held on for two turns and then finally hurt his last stand and run away. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good a good game. Uh, he seems first, like a really nice guy. Yeah, lovely guy. Um, at first it seemed like I had my I definitely had my work cut out against me, I think. To start with, and then I managed to kill the stuff that was a real threat. Mm. did assault with his Panzer 2s into my guns. Um, 
so at that point you've got Tillery two of them, so there's only two left. We sorted in thinking it'd be an even victory against the pinned um, 18 pounders, by the way. Uh, of which I got one shot hit in defensive fire and then failed it because I failed the fire battle. And then my Matilda one, with his 50 cal, failed the second pounder two to stop yeah. the assault. It's like, oh my god! But, um, then, but then they ran off anyway. But then they ran off the yeah. next turn anyway. Could have killed another one, and then killed another one shooting machine guns. Um, and then the rest of them ran away. Uh, but I managed to hold off his infantry horde assault, uh, which resulted in uh, me winning with only losing my 18 pounders. So, eight one victory. Eight one. So, probably top table tomorrow. Two wins, get in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens tomorrow. Yeah, he says. Uh, interestingly, I'm the only British player. Yeah, so I had a quick count of the numbers. There's two Italians, yep. me, and there's an infantry army. There's five Soviets. Two Are they all take over? No, two are infantry. Oh, okay. Um, or one, at least one's infantry. Might be. Did the infantry have any? Oh no, 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 no. One's infantry, three a tanker, four the other four tank over. And the infantry list has three Matildas. So we can have a Matilda on. Yeah. Um, two French pan reconnaissance. Uh, a couple of Germans and one Finnish, I think. I think that's it. Oh, it might be three Germans. Yeah, no, it's, it's quite a nice mix. I mean, there's no Japanese, which surprises me. I always, I always see one well, at least one Japanese player. I think I need to get my Japanese army done. Maybe my cavalry next time. Do like Japanese? I was just uh, saying, I, I do. I do there's one thing I'm going to miss is, you know. Hi, my name's Ben, I'm playing Japanese infantry, I'm also attacking at night. Who are you? What mission are you playing? And what is your army? Because, <laughs> unless, unless you don't answer his Tankovi, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh, Tankovi. Okay, sure, you're attacking. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I do know, I do. That was all my favourite army in any game ever. Yeah, no, it's good because so, uh, we're off home now. Uh, going out tomorrow for the next two games. Uh, let's Fez win the tournament now, no pressure. Hey. Always no pressure. Oh, we're never playing. I'm talking players. Yeah, I'm just enjoying games. As I was saying, as we were just talking before we started recording. Uh, I think so. We were talking about the last cast where I'm kind of struggling a little bit with, oh, well, was struggling with the command orders because that is kind of the biggest change really to the way yeah. the game works. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting them down now. I'm kind of like I'm getting, I, I'm remembering them a lot more. Having the little cheat sheet really helping the first game just to remind me. Yeah. And now, so by the second game, I'm kind of it's almost kind of come second nature. And I think it's kind of what I needed. So a lot of time painting models because I kind of had to play games and yeah. then I paint my painted models. So now actually having the option to go right, so I've painted, I can start playing some games and having these more like condensed gaming sessions. Uh, I think it's just helping me. And yeah, the I do like the the commanders are using them properly is good. Yeah, they can make a real difference. It makes a real valid point for paying for veterancy. Although in the first game, having the Soviet player pass more blitz moves than I did was kind of like... Do you think how, I mean, follow one of them strongest as well. Well, follow me, I do want to free up anyway. So. Italian! Oh, nice. Avanti! Which is great when you roll reluctant and trained. <laughs> and you do want to free up anyway. But yeah. Uh, so, um, so it's been good. It's been nice, nice to catch up with some other people again. And yeah, I guess we'll be back tomorrow with... Um, Fez's story of victory. Whoa. <laughs> Absolute agit terror.
as I get one eight twice. <laughs> one eight twice. Yeah, probably. Do, yeah. The, do the opposite of submarining. Yep. Uh, just depth charged, I guess, would it be. Edson, dive. But sir, <laughs> we're a destroyer. I said dive, Edson. <laughs> <laughs> but cool. I guess. Oh, so until then, it's been emotional. It's been emotional. And welcome back to part two of Out of Command The Trip to Attack, also known as The Fez Happening. The Fez Happening? I don't know. I was trying to get something witty and I couldn't because I'm driving a car. <laughs> Too much brain power on that. Especially after four, right. eight, four games of Flames of War over a weekend. Four games of Flames of War on our uh, interview with Michael last night. They finished at half one in the morning. <laughs> yes, that too. That was a thing. So um, if you are listening to this, because the order I think I'm going to be releasing this in, the previous podcast with Michael we recorded in the middle of the, this podcast. Yeah, because, you know, that's a thing, I guess. And we decided yeah. that we're going to change the release schedule from yesterday. So yes. earlier you would have heard us talking about release. <laughs> but, um, yeah, because of time zones and stuff and family commitments, we did start recording to half 11 at night. Um, it's a science thing, you know, the, yeah. the planet being flat and all. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a good interview, but a little bit tired getting up in the morning. But I guess we should just hit into it. So, Fez, you were the, I believe, clubhouse leader. You may have been second. I was going into kicking ass and taking names in my true, in, you know, unintimidatable, that's the word, right? Sure, why not? Yeah. Scary, scary tournament slayer mode. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, of course, that's predicted that would hardly be wrong. Um, so, you had Rex? Yes, uh, Rex King. Love. He's such a nice guy. Great guy. So he's the guy you played in your second game? He is. Yes. So you know he had always uh, Soviet tanks. Um, and we were playing... Uh, Bridgehead? Bridgehead. Yes. Yes. Uh, which is... Oh, it's, it's a nice little, uh, little town with a temperate board. So actually my camouflage should have worked. <laughs> um, and I managed, I elected to sneak in with my uh, motorcycle reconnaissance platoon down the left flank. So, uh, horseshoe deployment, push forward with the motorbikes, put everything in a big Matilda 1 and 2 car park on the left hand side. I must say that I was lucky that we attacked, I, I managed to win the roll to attack. Because defending, I would have had my Matilda 2s, my motorcycle troops, and my artillery, and that would have been it. Against a strat, against a tank against horde. Against a tank horde of 30 plus tanks. Which just yeah, because it's deep reserves, which would have really sucked. Um, yeah, as it was, <laughs> I got everything because I was attacking uh, and was pushing up. It's fairly confident. Who even went to the the, the tournaments, the crackers, and go, guys, are you sure this is right? Because he's, he's only got one platoon of his tanks. Like and he had uh, Katusha's and he had his um, and his Katusha's, his rifle less pioneers. Pioneer teams with no uh, no actual machine guns or guns of any description. Um, so I ended up trying to push forward, thought this was going very well, and then he proceeded to get reserves every single turn after that. Um, and literally clogged the route into the town with his tanks, either alive or dead. So it was incredibly Soviet to the point where I couldn't just move into the town because he was already there. Yeah, you physically couldn't get your tanks far enough Phys- yeah. through, through the wreckage to actually 
yeah. past the record yeah. burn reaction. Yeah, so it was intact buildings as well, blocking the rest off and the minefield. So it was like, well, that's not good. I ended up having to back off one of the Matilda platoons to go to the second objective the long way round, just so I could contest in turn six. Um, and then unfortunately got his um, Sturmovic came in and because they had to be far enough away with my Matilda 2s not to get assaulted from concealment by his Pioneer uh, teams, I and the, and the Royal Air Force weren't on form to fight down into the uh, Sturmovic, I got uh, Sturmovic rockets and that slowly killed the Matildas two turns. I like to think your your your, your uh, hurricane did turn up. It's just the Sturmovic so hard to shoot down. No, I think it was because it took so long for him to get the Sturmovic from reserves that he actually roll for it. Um, I think he just uh, my hurricane ran out of fuel waiting because <laughs> it was about turn six or seven before the Sturmovic turned up. Um, and yeah, I just couldn't get it to danger close away. Uh, the template. Uh, it was it was just clipping the back of the uh, back of the platoon as well. So um, my motorcycle guys got gunned down. To be fair, hats off to my motorcycle platoon. They did they did survive. Uh, I think five turns rolling last man standing tests and assaulting into my and assaulting into my ideas and having a good old bayonet fight against guys who don't have rifles. They didn't like them. They don't like it up. Um, unfortunately, they did finally succumb to the uh, being hit around the face with uh, anti tank grenades. <laughs> um, so yeah, we ended up tying out. I had my Matilda ones on one of the objectives. He had flamethrowers surrounding him, which he tried to assault, but he just couldn't shift me off. Physically couldn't hurt me, and I couldn't hurt him with my 50 cal machine guns. So it was a, a three-two loss. I only killed two of his gigantic, ridiculous platoons. And obviously, he was able to win either. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a good game. Yeah. Pretty good game. Just a real physical draining slog. Then we ended up going to like nine turns. I think he got crushed by Gray in the last game, though, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oops, me. But, you know, it happens. Graham's pretty good. Yeah, it just highlights the the number of units problem. So, I just don't have enough yeah, actual especially fire. Especially when you've got to kill that many tanks to put them on tests. Yeah. Well, no, just in general. Just, like, sitting there going, mm. Well, back in, back in the ZA, you would kill, like... You didn't, you didn't kill. You killed three tanks and bailed three tanks on a test. True. Or two tanks on a test, even. So it was a lot easier than it is now, where you yeah. have to get down to one worth of tank to be testing. But, but you know, it, it's just uh, yeah. You know, it, it's one of those. It's cool. We can play early war, but a few things don't quite. I am tempted to see if I can tweak the list to fit in two platoons and two platoons. And the sacrifice I, of the I'm about to say you might not have much else in the army, but sure. But I don't care at that <laughs> point. The Matilda 2s were amazing. You've got no many Matilda 2s, look at the Soviets. Yeah, but then you're Russian. And? And that's not British. Well, yeah, obviously. So I don't get to make really cool dark hair colours. Well, you can. No, they're all modern so you can do what you want. Yeah, I know. <laughs> my, my internal historical hobby is not allow me to. Uh, how did your game go? So I had uh, Graham Wilmont, so you had uh, turn uh, well, game, game one, one. Game one, one yeah. and obviously you played Bridgehead, and so if Graham could have picked one of the seven boards <laughs> <laughs> to play this game on, he would have picked this board. So we're playing, it's a lovely map, you, might, you guys might have seen it on various tournament scenes, uh, we've got some photos, uh, we'll post them later, but um, so basically the 
the mat is uh, it's, it's, it's like a city mat so you've got cobble streets and you go know, away so when you've got your entire army is basically willed recce vehicles uh, he decided to attack and he actually said if it hadn't been for the board he wouldn't have tried to attack yeah. so he went to attack he won the dice off so I had one platoon tanks on the board two platoons of artillery and that is it because obviously yeah, the HQ harsh. counts as a platoon so it has to be off the table um, so I tried doing okay. He gave me some tips afterwards as to put where to put the minefields, and it's great. It was nice. I I put a minefield somewhere. Like, you know, I can actually get a vehicle through there, so he then reposition it. So he's a very nice guy. Do you love Graham? Um, it, yeah, it, it was a bit of a non-game really. He, he won on the, his turn three because I killed my only my only team on the objective because yeah. I didn't roll a single reserve. My ambush was he positioned to smoke and his team's very well, so my ambush was pretty rubbish. Yeah, um, reserves really swing that mission. Yeah, uh, if I'd got a couple of reserves and got them in the right places, I think I could have made a game of it, probably killed a few platoons. But as it was, you know, having to kill two platoons to get anything these days, I was not going to be capable of doing that. So unfortunately, it was a great game. But uh, great. We, we bought me a drink afterwards and we sat down and we chatted for about half an hour to an hour because we had a lot of time to kill. Do you like talking? I do. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, great guy. He's uh, to remember, looking, he's looking forward to retire, his retirement next year. Oh wow! Yeah. Right. So uh, yeah, no, but great, great. Oh, it's a great guy. Um, yeah, nicest guy. You'll be tool. Kick your ass. Yes. <laughs> Why you drink afterwards? Nice yeah. toy soldiers. Um, but yeah, that, that was that, unfortunately. Not really much to say because I didn't do much. Um, yeah. And then game four was yep. dust, dust up. up. Yay! I do love dust up. I do love a good dust up. Apart from against Phil, who's French. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Phil Powell, fantastic player, lovely guy, um, just plays really well, uh, annoyingly so. Um, and he brings sensible armies. I mean, curse him, who'd have thought it? Yeah. He didn't have any Lafleys, though, did he? Or did he have Lafleys? I think he did. I think, you know, he had the gun. It's not on trucks. Ah, uh, okay. He had the 89 gun, so he dug it and just clicked away and we went the distance. Um, but he did the annoying thing. We put he put my objective right at the edge of my deployment zone and moved it four inches so it was out of my deployment zone. So you couldn't spearhead. Use the French rule, which I couldn't then spearhead past it. So it's like, oh, well, okay, so I can't go up that way. It's not him for spearheading as well. It did, but he didn't have okay. anything to do that with. It was his pan reconnaissance were in reserve. Yeah, exactly. Um, I put my return of twos in reserve, uh, which is why I originally designed it, because there's one platoon, and you can get one one reserve roll, and that's it, I've got my arm on the board. So, um, I motorcycled round to the side, it's a very open board, oh gosh, it was really, really open. Um, so, I ended up reserving, uh, motorcycling to the right, putting uh, one of my Matilda one platoons to the right, one of the Matilda platoons, kind of sat in the middle, watching their centre objectives and trying to keep them honest and uh, all of my uh, 18 pounders off on a hill um, I got the first and uh, Phil had uh, so it's basically panhards and then the little armoured personnel carriers for the French I don't know what they're called uh, oh god I don't know they're, 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 yeah armour one around yeah. like 5 million machines very rounds. slow tanks but yeah, it's, it, it highlighted a, a thing with the, the transport rules that you, you have to kill this armoured one transport, which essentially I've got my direct fire artillery, which was otherwise engaged, um, and my pa uh, 
two and two is pretty much it for anti-tank. Um, so you kill those guys, and then the guys decide to get their normal save. Yeah. So it's just really, really hard. Hard to kill the guys. Kill. Yeah, you end up going, well, or, or even if the guys get out, if you kill the guys and they get out, they've still got the transport platoon. Well, they're two separate platoons, aren't they? If you kill all the transports, that counts as platoon loss. Probably, but if you kill the guys inside, it doesn't count. You know, those, the armoured transports are tank teams. Yeah. So they still drive around quite happily. Machine gunning stuff. Which means, yeah, so it's, you get this weird thing where Matilda Wives can't hurt him. So he can't really kill him. You can try to try to, fail him maybe. He can't hurt me, but we're both sitting there as tank teams, we're looking at the objective going, what happens now? Um, <laughs> and then finally, I think on turn six, when I was rolling three reserves, my Matilda's turned up. Um, interesting. Turn five, surely. Uh, yes, turn five. They turned up, took pot shots at rain, didn't do anything the next two turns, just tried picking off the hard to the right of the objective. Because I got onto the objectives pretty early, but I just couldn't shift the things off with my Matilda once. And he couldn't shift me off them with his infantry or his panhard, so it's just a little bit. Of a weird mix of waiting for. Oh, don't you wouldn't care to get this corner, do I? That guy does because he's turning right. Um, so end up doing this weird, like popping each other in threat of winning the game, but also not. Because basically you're machine gunning his front arm with 50 cal, yeah. One, one 50 cal with two machine guns. And he's hitting you in the hopefully in the he's sides. He's panharding my sides with 86, so I'm. Bouncing when I only got one, and, and then he's got five on five out of bail me. So he's trying to bail me and then assault me with infantry, which he kind of did once, but then I gunned down all the people who were charging me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he literally tried to limit the firepower, limit, limit the number of teams. It's pretty much like almost every time someone's done that to me this weekend, I've ended up killing all the guys in. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite satisfying. I'm going to be really sneaky and only charging this one guy. Yeah. I'm just going to machine gun him. Especially when oh. my tank has got five shots each, basically. Oh, nice. It is a risk. With the very slow tanks, it is a risk. Yeah. In combat, so if you break and you're in face-to-face contact, you can't actually get outside the six. No, so you can just die. So nothing happens to die. Yeah, it's a British Bulldog saved me quite a few times this weekend. Um, interestingly, I've discovered I need to paint up my contractors. Need to? I need to, because I had them in the points. I had them on the list, I just didn't have a chance to actually paint them up. So right. I but with the contractors, what you can do is when you get ranged in by mortars on your artillery platoon. Mm. Often there's nothing else that's around, it's just a long distance artillery barrage. So you drive up with your contractors, move, tow your guns out of the ranged in marker, and get just position somewhere else. Yeah, well, when they then range in on your guns with, um, in the open, or they hit the transport zone? Well, then they hit the transport. Oh, okay. And then you take the transport save, pay all that, and you take a gun save. Yeah. Things more reliable. And if you want to, with these things, I can move forward that far, and then I can go, right, jump out, shoot you direct fire with 24 range 88. Yeah, that's for our firepower. Yeah, you do. Just get really aggressive with it. So in this game, I actually ended up um, trying to tactical move forward two inches, which um, Phil overstressed himself with a couple of platoons. So I'm trying to get on my grill, looking at the limbs and the front teams. So I just wheeled my 18 pounders forward with a gun chip, which started pat, 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 popping away. Um, so it ended up uh, basically whittling me down Matilda at a time um, with his 18 9 range shots and swapping 
everything else. Um, and yeah, just just couldn't cover the objective, couldn't break him. So I was on the objective turn two for the rest of the game. I still lost. Uh, hey, happens. Happens. Good game. Was it six three? Uh, how many? How much did you kill? Yeah. I think it was a six three. What did I kill? I killed two infantry. Yeah, I killed like three mortars, guns, and an infantry platoon. Okay, at least. So, good game. So I, I played Graham Clacker, the chap running it, who uh, him and his dad um, are quite renowned in the tournament scene. Uh, both lovely people, and we see that a lot. Yeah, lovely <laughs> Clacker. Well. The Clacker. Well. Well, good, good turnout in this tournament. Good group of yeah. people. Mostly. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we, we had a game. He was using Gerber Jiggers, which had a lot of gun teams. So he had three platoons of uh, Pack 36s. Uh, two platoons of these mountain gun artillery. Okay. Um, they are, I don't know, but they're like 85 direct fire, rate of fire 2, 5 power 3 up, and okay. then bombardment, they're 82. Didn't want me too much, but the 5 power 4 up was pretty good. Uh, two, yeah, two more of like similar guns. I think they're the infantry guns, normal infantry guns that yeah. the, uh, the, the hair on me have. Um, a mortar platoon as well. <laughs> like a lot that of guns. a lot of ranged markers. Two infantry platoons and two pioneer platoons, one of which was SS and massive. Uh, what do pioneers have, Ben? Uh, really good tank assault. Oh, do they? The models look the same. <laughs> okay, second. Always ask for clarification. Um, Excuse so, me. What, t- what, yeah. what, what platoon is what this? Is that? What he they he told me at the beginning of the game. I just had a lot of time to forget about it. Um, so, yeah, I kind of set up both my artillery and two of my tank platoons because I deliver put the AAMGs on to make two of my tank platoons 40% of my army. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thinking. Um, was that with or without redundant team? No, they haven't done teams for the tank teams. Yeah. Oh, was it? It was on the team. Yeah. Well, actually, tricky. I, 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 I only needed one AMG to get into it. So the second okay. AMG before well over the that top. That is a thing to watch when you're yeah. using forces of war. You've got redundant yeah. teams, and the percentage no, it doesn't work. Does it doesn't exactly work. Obviously, yeah. you just as long as you're right, you'll be all right. But so um, yeah, we had a so he he I was quite impressed. So obviously, missing engagement. Oh, I unfortunately went first. So didn't get to do much in turn one, kind of hid because he has got a lot of pack 40s on the board. <laughs> oh, I was like, that. you know, just yeah, no, you would have, you would have, probably would have had to repaint the tanks afterwards. <laughs> um, he then he got really aggressive turn one, moved like one of his one of his two infantry platoons and pioneers. And I was like, okay, brought my tanks out and just machine gunned them down, um, <laughs> killing quite a few. And he went, all right, digging in, that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gave it a go, yeah, and it was bad. Uh, sometimes he, you have to. Yeah, no, sometimes, especially in that mission, because if, if you don't do anything, unless your opponent breaks himself against you, you, you don't win. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of you win. So, so yeah, so in the end, his reserves end up being re- end up pushing. He's pushing my objective. So I sent one tank platoon to kind of see off his reserves, yeah. and one other tank platoon to kind of go off to where my reserves are going to come on. So I got three tank platoons attacking, and the artillery, and uh, one tank platoon defending, and, and the HQ defending. Yeah. Because on special turn one, when he immediately putting all this artillery hitting my artillery pinning them killing a couple I'm like right I just need my commanders need to be around to keep these guys okay. in the fight um, and boy did they so uh, over a number of turns I whittled down his pack all the pack forces started on the board because one platoon was in reserve I killed and then it was just trying to kill all this artillery that was direct firing me and I did kill a lot of it I 
and so he went in for a salt, which I was talking about, and Graham goes, I wrote to Kill Kill, and I'm going to recapture out my pioneer person. I'm like, they're pioneers? <laughs> pioneers? And he's like, yeah, they're, they're pioneers. And I'm like, well, tank assault, he went, four. And I went, okay, I might not have done that if I had known. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, do you want to back up me? It's fine, you only killed one team. We're so I'm like, cool, thank you. But sorry about Because the problem is, there's no pioneer models for him right. to use. Yeah. So it's just... Gerberjagers or Gerberjagers, so looking at the models, there's no real difference. He's grabbed very nice, you know. He's like, no, 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 that's fine. And there's a couple of times where we're like, oh, I've got this, mate. If you really want to do it, you know, we're not on table one. I don't care. And if it was on table one, I probably wouldn't care. It does surprise yeah. me how often I sit there and go, why have you brought from reserves? Yeah, oh, yeah, Phil did that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we got reserves, I'm like, moving me straight away. Yeah. Or a rye smile. I'm like, Phil, you don't want reserves then. Okay. Yeah, of course you give it to him because it's not. Yeah, exactly. that's the that's the game. Yeah. It's not the person at the same time. It's, it's surprising how often it happens. Um, so yeah, but we um, so, so we went back and forth. Uh, so there wasn't that. So he let me back off. Then the kind of went in the situation where I kind of had to line up enough teams to get the assault in. But also these gun teams, even though they're only eighty-five, started really hammering my tanks. Because firepower for up makes a massive difference. Yeah. Five five four up, and I, I might, I'm doing my five five four up. I could not kill a gun team for like three turns. He kept failing the saves. My firepower didn't. But the star, of my, the star of this game was this one gun team left in my artillery on the objective, which beat beat off a Gerberjager assault, an SS assault, about three or four turns in a row. He kept charging and failing to kill it. I'd punch one in the face, and, and they would broke. withdraw. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, in the end, I bring one, one of the. My, the, the tank team I left to defend got blown away by the pack 40s that had um, that had come from reserve up, yeah. uh, which is fine was, yeah, was, so I brought the other one back while my company commander this one gun team was holding off all his infantry mowing them down um, in the end though I just this one SS pioneer command team that would not run off kept passing his last man standing test uh, kept just moving into a building holding for a turn yeah. I had to stay within four inches of the objectives. So I had to be within four inches of this building. So I ended up having to briskly leave one tank at the front and one tank just at the back so yeah. I'd get some defensive fire. But I, he just kept asking his saves and eventually killed the tank on the objective. Uh, one more turn and I was going to start to be aggressive myself. And, but it was, it was a good fun game. I killed, I think I got like five platoons and it still had a load of stuff on the board. Jeez. Just the way it goes. One of, those, one of those missions, but you know, full fair to he really went for it. He was one of those, I'm just going to sit here yeah. and, and wait until you're dead and come at you. He was like, no, I'm, I'm coming at you because it kind of makes sense. You're putting pressure on me, yeah. so I can't just sit there pounding away at you. You've, I've got to split my forces a bit. So, what, uh, what have you learned about your army this weekend? Um, what I've learned about the army, uh, not massive amounts really. I mean, I think the army works, so I need to get a little bit better with it. When I thought about really, I I had one game which I won fairly comfortably, two really close games which really came down to a few key turns, and um, one game which was a blowout because I the mission and the board and the, the two armies yeah. were just horrible mismatch for me to defend. If I had tax, I probably had half a chance. But, you know, um, so not massive amounts, but more anything, I've just kind of really, I think I've really got the rules down now. Because there's yeah. quite a few, there's still quite a few rules questions that came up um, in the game, which is cool, and I kind of learned from those. Um, but yeah, um, Italians are fun. 
possibly looking forward to an early August redone. I don't know how to do these like random ratings tests because <laughs> I had a lot of, com of fearless conscripts, which sounds great because oh. you're fearless, but it's not great because you're conscript. Yeah. But um, against against your list, I something I'd massively struggle. Um, but against most of the other most of the other lists out there that seem to be playing it regularly. On the mission. I think that's the thing. I just can't kill you. Yeah, but then I can't really kill you either. Well, you, you can. You'll kill me before I kill you. With the yeah, but two of the teams. I'm, I'm potentially to add a pioneer team in. So I'm seeing hand force and infantry out in the game now. Uh, not so much holding objectives and getting killed by artillery, but more for supporting attacks. Yes. So that might be something I look to add, but I'm not. Sh I'm not convinced. Early war Italian pioneers are very good. Because no. I think late uh, mid war Italian pioneers are really good. I think early war ones are a bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think my motorcycle reconnaissance guys are just too fragile at the moment. That's what I'm saying. It'd be great if they could support Matilda 2s or Matilda 1s. They'd you know, walk up behind them. Might be worth looking at like a guards in infantry platoon, maybe. I don't know. Something well, it's like you can't get in the list. Oh, trouble with the trouble okay. list. That I oh, maxed out every, no, I just maxed out every slot. Oh, okay. In my list. Yeah. That, that's the thing that this list is very choice um, so I might see if I can squeeze in if I drop motorcycle guy in the infantry see if I can squeeze in a Matilda 2 into one of the Matilda 1 platoons or maybe drop one Matilda 1 platoon okay to put a Matilda 2 in just to get the I just need the anti-tank yeah just wasn't enough anti-tank in the list But uh, yeah, thanks for what, I'm impressed by how survivable um, transports are, armoured transports are now. Yes. So my late war, Mandalay might be making the move, it just might just be pausing them. Um, also, uh, Soviet, in, Soviet platoons are just a pain in the arse to clear. Yes. Yeah, yeah huge just, numbers and stuff. High count platoons. I, mean, I was with the French, because it was like, oh, I've got nine stands, or six, seven, seven stands of infantry, then another five or six. Armour one carriers to kill without any decent AT. One thing that surprised me is the amount of people left platoons out of command and kind of walked off. Okay. Because you're weak, you're really weakening your um, your morale by doing it. Because they don't count. Yeah, I was quite surprised by that, but I could just because you can doesn't mean you should. It's probably. Well, I can't stand something like that. Okay, I can leave the heavy machine gun behind while I walk forwards. Yeah. I can't sound that, but um, yeah, some of them actually like quite a few teams of infantry is leaving behind and they're walking the rest forward. Of course, I mean, there must be a reason for it. Well, Rex did did have a, a chance for leaving uh, one oh, yeah. stand in a minefield, deployed in his own minefield, yeah. and then the rest of the team walks off, uh, and then he realizes he can't move the guy because if he does and fails, the, the whole platoon's in pin. The whole platoon pins itself. So uh, you yeah. go on the story that his saber pioneers would. Defending the minefield from being stolen. Yeah, he did the same thing as me. Can't yeah. trust, trust these Italians, they might steal the minefields. Yeah, the Brits are still the minefields and used them against us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Although you killed his one, I, 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 just, I, I just left him to it. No mercy. <laughs> 50 caliber rocket rolling. But yeah, but no, overall, uh, good fun. I'm looking forward to the next one there we got on the 11th, which is late war. Yes. Give that a go. And then I really need to go to mid war, so I'm, I'm starting to think Reading is mid war or early yeah. war. I'm thinking I might do mid. 
just because a the Soviet books will be fully fully out then I'll be able to hopefully do a Soviet army potentially or um, or maybe actually my British I haven't, actually haven't used that much <laughs> um, but also because um, well that gonna be one of each period and also mid war is kind of the one it's really designed around yeah so. you still had a lot of like oh what does this do now yeah. what does that do now and then and and I like also the one with Army Dave where he went right. So on course of course war, my my rocket artillery isn't quite half through up. They went no, it's back to how it used to be. Yes. So it's like so they've changed it and then changed it back again before says an update. It wasn't as much of an issue as I thought yeah. it would be. To be honest. No, I mean I talking to a lot of the guys played it for quite a few tournaments. They see early war's better than late war for it. Okay. Late war apparently is a cat is still quite a headache. If I played late war, I would just use the forces. Listed. That's what I'm doing because I'm just like I. You know, I, I know it might that. not be quite as optimal, but uh, the Soviets, yeah. they, you don't think you lose much of the Soviets, or not the type I'm taking anyway. Yeah. I think you might lose more if you're taking Americans. I think it's an article to yeah. do a, a list of comparison between uh, mid, uh, not mid, uh, uh, source books and Armies of Late War for my church or coffee. Yeah. Let's see what. what um, if you do, if, if you do it with uh, Seventh Armament and for the British, they actually have uh, more braver. Oh, nice! <laughs> they're not reluctant anymore. They're confident. Yeah, yeah. True. But cool. But otherwise, guys, I think that's about it. Obviously, a bit of a shorter one because it's on the road and I was many games, less of us. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I had a really fun weekend. And yeah, what's then that? You too. It's been great. I really recommend if you can make uh, attack and devices next year, you can probably see me there if work will let me go. Yeah, probably see me there if uh, child, child duties haven't stopped me. Happy let you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Other than that, thank you very much for listening. The Armored Train Record podcast you've been listening to has been Out of Command, a podcast from the Shooting Scoop podcast about the Flames of War War game. Brought to you in association with Battlefield Hobbies, the store that provides us all the toy hobby crack that we use this weekend. 